On today's Kids Corner, Liz thinks he knows what God has planned for him. But boy, is he in for a surprise. It's time for Kids Corner. Hi, Liz. 30 minutes of adventure. Well, it's only the coolest and most popular club in school. With Liz, Lucille, Skink, Spike, Scooter, Grandpa Noli, and all their friends. It isn't Liz and Lucille. So get set for lifetime adventures. Oh, I can't believe this. On Kids Corner. That is one strange lizard. I don't think there's anyone who doesn't want everybody to like them. People say and do all kinds of things just to make people like them. Even our friend Liz wants everybody to like him. You got that right. And right now, he's being presented with an opportunity. As you all know, Marty Torres had an accident over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I heard his sister slammed his tail in the car door. <laughs> Whatever it was, Marty will be out of school for four to six weeks. Oh, yeah. That means we need someone to take his seat on the student council. What does the student council do? The student council is made up of students like yourselves who discuss and plan events at our school. Things like bake sales, oh, yeah. sporting and theatrical events. You know, I could do that. You probably could, Liz, but you need to be elected by your fellow students. And there may be other people who want to run as well. Uh-oh, Liz, you may have competition. Oh, you watch. I'll crush the competition. <laughs> um, Miss Waddle? Yes, Barry. What do we do if we want to run for student council? Just let me know that you would like to run. I... I, I want to run. All right. Barry, say Liz, Barry Linkmuddle is going to run. Oh, Barry Linkmuddle, please. I can meet him any day. He's such a goody two-shoes. Yeah, yeah, and that means we can trust him. Wait, are you saying you don't trust me? Oh, you know I trust you, Liz. Well, so what's your point? My point is that there's nothing wrong with voting for a goody two-shoes, as you call him. Would you rather have skink on student council? No. I didn't think so. Well, but I'd rather have me on the student council. I don't think you can beat Barry. He has too many friends. <laughs> what? What is this now? I don't have any friends. You're not listening to me, Liz. Yeah? Well, I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to run right. for student council. I'm sorry, Liz. Did you say something? Yes, Miss Waddle. I think I want to run for student council, too. You think? When do you think you'll decide for sure? Um, is tomorrow too late? Tomorrow will be fine. Okay. Everybody, have a nice evening, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. Hey, Liz. Hey, Liz. Yeah, what's up, Barry? Are you really going to run for student council? Well, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Well, if you do, good luck, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, good luck to you, too. So you're really going to do this? Well, sure. Why not? I'm as good a candidate as anybody, even Barry Linkmuddle. All right. If that's what you want... Lucille wasn't convinced that Liz running for student council was a very good idea at all. But Liz spent the rest of the day thinking about it. After he went home, he thought about it some more. And at dinner with his dad, he was still thinking about it. Something wrong with your supper? <laughs> no, really, don't eat so much. We have to save some for your mom and Linda. Actually, your mother and I have been talking. We're going to send you to boarding school at the South Pole. Liz! Uh-huh? 
Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Dad. I was doing some thinking. I can see that. What's so important that is keeping you from eating your supper? Uh, Miss Waddle told us today that one of the lizards on the student council had to drop out. So they're looking for a new candidate to take his place. Oh? And I'm thinking about running. It sounds like a worthy ambition. Yeah. Well, Lucille doesn't seem to think it's a very good idea, though. Why not? I don't know. It's strange that Lucille won't support you. You two have been friends for a long time. I know. I'm still going to run, though. Good for you. Did I ever tell you I was on the student council when I was in high school? No. I was. I learned a lot of lessons that year. I think you will, too. That night, as he went to bed, Liz was still thinking about the student council. It's time to go to sleep, Liz. I hope I can sleep. I'm thinking about all the good things I want to do. Let me give you something else to think about. Are you going to tell me a story? You haven't done that in a while. Trust me, you're never too old for a good story. Okay, what's it going to be tonight? Um, David and Goliath? No. Samson? No. Um, Moses and the Pharaoh? Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Uh, a little. Tell me again. Okay. Well, first of all, you need to remember that Israel had been conquered by Babylon, and many of their wisest and strongest men had been taken to Babylon, far away from their home. Okay. Now, King Nebuchadnezzar was the ruler in Babylon in those days, and he placed several young Hebrew men in important positions in the government. Why would he do that? Because they had proven that they were wise and that the king could trust them. Three of them were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Okay, what kinds of names are those? (laughs) Those were Babylonian names that the king gave them when he captured them. Oh, kind of like a secret identity? Uh, No, not exactly, Liz. Anyway, King Nebuchadnezzar decided to make a statue of himself and put it on display where everyone could see it. Then, at certain times each day, musicians would play music, and the king expected everyone to bow down and worship the statue. Oh, Shedrich, Mishka, and Bendigo couldn't bow to the statue, could they? No, they couldn't. They could only worship their god, the god of the Bible. Okay, I get it. So what happened? The king decreed that if anyone didn't bow down to the statue, they would be thrown into a fire. Furnace. Ouch! Oh, sounds like a hot time in the old town tonight, huh? <laughs> That's right. Because when the statue was finished and the musicians played, do you know what happened? The, those, um, those three guys, they didn't bow down, did they? No. Shadrach, Meshach, Meshach. and Abednego, Abednego. Okay. didn't bow down. I'm sure that didn't go over real well. Oh, no, it sure didn't. In fact, there were some Babylonian leaders who noticed right away that they wouldn't worship the statue. Whoa. They hurried to see the king and told him about it. Uh-oh. King Nebuchadnezzar was angry, too. Yeah. He ordered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be brought before him. Dum, dum, dum. Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is what I heard true? You don't want to serve my gods. You won't worship the statue that I put up. If you don't, I'll throw you into a blazing furnace. Then what god will be able to save you from my powerful hand? Well, what'd they say? What'd they say? What they said to the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, we don't even need to talk about this anymore. We might be thrown into a blazing furnace, but the god that we serve is able to bring us out of it alive. (gasps) He will save us from your powerful hand. Wow! That's right. Whoa. But listen to this. They also told the king, even if we knew that our god wouldn't save us, we still wouldn't serve your gods, huh. and we won't worship the statue you set up. Oh, all that Nebuchadnezzar Cheddar didn't appreciate that. No, not one bit. He ordered the furnace to be heated up seven times hotter than usual. Ow! Then he had Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego tied up and thrown in. Okay, Dad, that is so not a very good story. They all got burned up. No. 
What do you mean, no? What happened to him? King Nebuchadnezzar was watching the whole thing. He turned to his men and said, Didn't we throw three bound men into the furnace? Okay. They said yes. He said, well, Look, I see four men walking around in the furnace. <gasps> the fire hasn't even hurt them, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Wow! <laughs> God sent somebody to protect him from the fire, didn't he? He sure did. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were protected from the fiery furnace. Wow. Not one hair on their head was burnt. Oh, dude! Was the king so mad at him? Uh, no. When he saw how God had protected them, the king gave them all promotions, wow. making them even more important in the government. And he said that nobody could say anything bad about their God. Man, that's a cool story. Mm -hmm. Or a hot story. Depends on how you look <laughs> at it, I guess. <laughs> it's also a good lesson. Those three young men had faith that God would help them get through even the toughest situations. They trusted God, and God rewarded them for it. God still rewards obedience. You're right, Dad. That is a good lesson. Now you need to be obedient and go to sleep. <laughs> you have school tomorrow. Yeah, you're right. And I've decided I am going to run for student council. Liz was determined to be elected to the student council. All he needed to do was convince the other students. And, and I promise to represent the entire student body by, uh, you know, doing what you want me to do. And, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll listen to what you tell me and, and stuff. Okay. Liz, it's your turn. My fellow students, I will listen to you too and do what you want me to do. You want a soda machine in the cafeteria? You got it. You want comic books in the library? I'm your man. Chocolate-covered grasshoppers with lunch? Look no further. Because I know that God will lead me to victory in this election. Um, yeah. Did, did, did I, um, mention the chocolate-covered grasshoppers? What? Some of his classmates didn't think much of Liz's speech. Later at recess, Lucille caught up with Liz, and she wasn't happy either. Liz, what was that speech all about? What do you mean? Were my ideas any good? Well, no, not really, and that's not the point. Why did you say God would lead you to victory? He will, Lucille, you'll see. Yeah, he might, but you can't go around saying things like that. You don't know what God will do. I have faith that God will do what I ask him. God doesn't work that way, Liz, wow. and you know it. What's the matter, Lucille? Don't you have any faith? I have plenty of faith in God. I'm just not sure about you. Oh, great. I was hoping I could count on my best friend, but I guess not. Liz, you're giving people the wrong idea about what it means to be a Christian. How can you say that, Lucille? I'm living by my faith. But are you being obedient to God? Well, yeah. I don't think you should be going around saying that God is going to win you this election. I think it's wrong. Well, I think you're wrong. Oh, yeah? Yeah! You know, stuff that I just hope you lose just to prove you're wrong. I can't believe you'd even say that. I thought we were friends, Lucille. I am your friend, but I still think you're wrong. Well, think whatever you want, but God is on my side. Don't vote for me. I don't care, because I know that I'm going to win this election. Liz and Lucille were really upset with each other, and little did they know that their conversation was overheard. Did you hear that, Spike? Mm -hmm. Sounds like Liz's campaign has hit a speed bump. 
His best friend isn't going to vote for him. Maybe I can use this to win the election. I don't get it. Liz and Lucille are usually like peas in a pot. I can't believe they'd be fighting like this. Well, it does seem weird, but if it helps me win this thing... Once Barry had a plan, he didn't waste any time. He talked to all of his classmates one by one. And did you hear that Lucille is going to vote for me tomorrow, not Liz? And before long, the entire class knew that Liz and Lucille had had an argument. And I thought she might even hit him. And the next day, the day of the election, someone else was troubled as he walked to school. Spike! Spike, hold on a second! Huh? Oh, oh, hi, Liz. Is something wrong? Hey, you tell me, Liz. I mean, you say you're going to win the election because God is on your side? Yeah. And then you and Lucille have a big fight? Well, now, I mean, come on. It wasn't actually a fight. I heard the whole thing, Liz. You guys weren't exactly acting like best friends. Spike, it was just a disagreement. Everybody knows about how you had a fight with your best friend over this whole election. Well, but... I don't think anyone's going to vote for you anymore. Wait a minute. Are you saying Barry is smearing me? It's not smearing if what he says is true. I don't know, Liz. I'm pretty disappointed in the two of you. You and Lucille should treat each other better than that. Especially because you're both Christians. Spike, I I don't know what to say. You don't have to say anything. But you better do something and quick, or there's no way you'll win the election. Liz had some work to do. He had to find all the lizards that Barry talked to and convince them that he was the better candidate. May I say, this is not the best campaign you could have run. I could still pull it off. That I'd like to see. After the students voted, Liz and Barry waited anxiously to hear the results. We have the results of the election. Oh, boy. Who won? Who won? Who won? After a careful count, the final vote was Barry Linkmuddle with 76 votes. Yeah? Yeah? And Liz Lacerta with three. Yes! Fantastic! Awesome! For what it's worth, Liz, I'm sorry you didn't win. I can't believe it. What did I do wrong? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I prayed about it. I really thought God would give me the victory. I know. No, you don't. Everything always goes right for you. Liz. This feels like God let me down. After losing the student council election, Liz didn't talk to anyone the rest of the day. And when it came time to go home, he walked alone, staring at the sidewalk. Liz? Is that you? Liz? Liz, what's the matter? I lost the election. Oh, I'm sorry. You can always try again next year. No thanks. I think I got the message this year. Uh, What do you mean? I mean, I must not be cut out for student council. Why would you say that? Well, obviously, God doesn't want me to be on the student council, or I would have been elected, not Barry Linkmuddle. You know, Liz, maybe God has other plans for you right now. Yeah, maybe. But I feel like God let me down, Dad. I mean, I had faith that God would help me win the election, and I still lost. Oh, I see. You thought because you prayed about it and asked God for help, you would win. Well, yeah. I mean, what's that verse you always tell me? Ask, and it shall be given unto you? You're wondering why you didn't get it when you asked. Yeah? Tell me something, Liz. Do your mother and I get everything that we pray for? Well, no, I guess you don't. No, we don't. 
Liz, when you ask God for things, you have to ask in submission to God's plan for our lives. Well, what's that mean? It means that God doesn't give us everything we ever ask for. Sometimes we want things that don't fit into God's perfect plan for our lives. We need to trust God. Like the three guys in the furnace? Yes and no. What? Now you're confusing me, Dad. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego trusted God to protect them from the flames. Well, yeah, just like I trusted God to help me win the election. Uh, you're missing something very important, though. Let me get my Bible. Here it is, Daniel 3, verse 18. Remember? This is after King Nebuchadnezzar told them that they had to bow down to his statue or be thrown into the furnace. And they said to the king, We want you to know this. Even if we knew that our God wouldn't save us, we still wouldn't serve your gods. Yeah, so? What they're saying is, even if we knew that saving us wasn't part of God's plan, even if we knew we would die in the furnace, we still would do what's right. We still would do what God expects us to do. Well, they must have been really super Christians or something. Here's another verse. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. What's it say? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. In all your ways remember him. Then he will direct your paths. Mm. You were trusting God, but to do what you wanted him to do. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego trusted God to do the best thing. And in this case, God did what they wanted. Yeah, I guess. It's okay to ask God for things. In fact, he wants us to ask him for things. But when we ask him, we have to be asking in submission to his plans, always trusting him to give us what's best for us. So, if I don't get what I pray for, it might mean that God has other plans for me at that time? Hmm. Now it sounds like you're getting it, Liz. And Liz was getting it. But he still had some problems he needed to take care of. He prayed that night about them, then the next day before school, he went to get advice from someone much wiser than himself. Hello, Liz. Hey, Granny Gecko. Can I talk to you? Oh, you can, and you may. Okay, thanks. Come on inside. Uh, there's someone here who wants to talk to you, too. Huh? Hi, Liz. Uh, uh hi, Lucille. Uh, Granny, can I talk to you a second? I already told you you could. Uh, no, no, I mean privately. You know, in private. Yes, <laughs> I know what you mean, and I know all about it. Oh. Lucille came to ask advice on the same thing. She did? She told me how you two had a little falling out. I said yeah. we had a fight. Yeah, Granny. We said some pretty mean things to each other. But I don't think we meant any of it. I'm pretty sure we still want to be friends and all. Pretty sure? Well, I mean... I want to be friends, and I think Lucille does, too. And I'm really sorry for saying what I did. And I'm really sorry for saying what I did. And I just want Liz to know that I don't hold it against her. And I want Lucille to know the same thing. So? So, what, what do, you do you think, think we, we should, should do? do? I think you just did it. Huh? Everything you both just said to me. That's what you needed to be telling each other. Oh, well, yeah. Lucille, I meant what I said. And I meant what I said. I'll forgive you if you forgive me. <laughs> I'll forgive you even if you don't forgive me. Oh, Lucille, don't worry. You're forgiven. Well, it sounds to me like you two are friends again. We sure are. Yeah. Lucille told me that you two had a little tiff in front of some of your other friends. Yeah. yeah. Spike saw the whole thing. Mm -hmm. He said to me that if Christians treat each other like that, he isn't interested. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. 
Well, I think that now that you two have reconciled, you ought to have a talk with Spike. Okay. Let him know that you two are sorry and that you still love each other. Lock! Oh, oh, you two have the wrong idea. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're going to get married well, or anything. God. I mean, that is not the only way to love someone. What are you talking about, Granny? Jesus told his disciples, if you love one another, everyone will know that you are my disciples. Oh. It means that you treat each other respectfully. Okay. You, you don't fight, but you support each other instead. Oh, okay. Well, that I can do. Yeah, me too. As long as I don't have to kiss her. Oh, no. oh, all right gross. now, all right. <laughs> you two know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You just go on. Fix this problem with Spike. Okay. So Liz and Lucille hurried to catch Spike before he got to school. Eventually, they caught up with him. Hey, Spike! Spike, hold up a second! Now what? You ain't gonna try to beat me up, too, are oh, you? Oh, come on. We're not gonna beat anybody up, Spike. No. We just, we just want to tell you something. Okay. It's a free country. I just wanted to tell you, Spike, that you were right. Well, I wanna... I was? Yeah. Lucille and I weren't acting like best friends. We were acting pretty crummy to each other. <laughs> I'll say. But we talked about it, and we both apologized. Yeah, we're both really sorry that we got in a fight. Yeah. And we wanted to apologize to you, too. To me? For what? We're both sorry that we gave you a bad idea of how Christians should treat each yeah. other. We should love each other. <laughs> okay, that is so not what she meant. Anyway, we wanted to tell you that we know we shouldn't act that way, and we're sorry about giving you the wrong idea. Yeah, yeah that wasn't very cool. No. We're not always the best examples of what a Christian should be like. But that doesn't mean Jesus is bad. It just means we're not perfect. Yeah, okay. So will you forgive us? Mm, sure, I can do that. <laughs> Thanks. I'll forgive you. I mean, we're all friends, right? Yeah. For sure. But you might want to use your concession speech to tell everyone else what you just told me. Oh, don't worry. I am all set. And this was ready. He'd been preparing for this since the night before. And though he was still sad that he'd lost the election, he was glad he had this chance to speak to the other students. My fellow students... First, I want to say thanks to the other two students who voted for me. Uh, maybe next year. Secondly, I want to say congratulations to Barry for winning. I think he'll do a good job, even if we don't get the chocolate-covered grasshoppers with lunch. I'll see what I can do. But most important, I need to say to everyone, I was wrong the way I said I knew God would lead me to victory. I still have faith in God, but I really don't know everything God is going to do. I believe he has other plans for me right now that don't have anything to do with being on the student council. His plan for me is perfect, no matter what. And he's got a plan for you, too, if you let him. I make mistakes sometimes, like getting in arguments with my best friend. But like my best friend said a little while ago, that doesn't mean Jesus is bad. It just means that I'm not perfect. And I hope you'll accept my apology. Liz may not have won the student council election, but he learned an important lesson today, one that we all need to learn. God knows what's best for our lives. If we pray for something and don't get it, it's not because God doesn't love us. It's because it isn't a part of his plan. And God's plan is the best plan.